Well, I'm I'm on on the the Hello, friends, and welcome to the Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. It is God's desire for His people to experience victory and to live on the winning side each and every day. We are so glad that you have joined us today and pray you will be blessed as you listen to today's edition of The Winning Side with Pastor Jeremy Coburnett. Thank you for joining us today. It is Friday, October 14th, and we're glad to have you with us for our Winning Side broadcast. Thank you for listening today on the radio, 95.9 FM. Thank you for joining us on our radio app, and those that are joining us on the podcast, we're glad to have you today. And then those who are watching by way of Facebook or by way of YouTube, we're glad to have you with us, and I hope you're having a wonderful day. I hope Friday is a good day for you. You know, for a lot of people, Friday is the day that, oh, finally I'm done with work. But, you know, I like Fridays because that means we're getting real close to Sunday. And uh, Saturdays are always a a great day. Uh, There's a lot of work that goes on around here on Saturdays getting ready for Sunday. Uh, But Sunday is the highlight. Sunday is the first day of the week. And uh, it's the day that we gather to worship the Lord and to celebrate our risen Savior, Jesus Christ. And I thank the Lord for this day. I want to say today a happy birthday to Landon Morris. Uh, today, happy birthday, Landon. And then tomorrow, a happy birthday to Kelly Bybee. Uh, Miss Kelly, of course, she and Brother Dan, uh, they're our administrators at the school, Victory Christian Academy. And we thank the Lord for, for them. Brother Dan's our assistant pastor. Miss Kelly does a lot in our church. We're thankful for her. Uh, happy birthday tomorrow to you. And then a happy birthday uh, tomorrow to Gina Casper. Hope you have a wonderful day. And uh, we are thankful for you. Appreciate you as well. And then uh, tomorrow, happy anniversary to Jimmy and Chelsea Clements, and a happy anniversary to Norman and Dinah Taylor. I hope you folks have a wonderful anniversary tomorrow, and uh, may God uh, richly bless you. Let's be in prayer. Uh, for the day on Sunday. Let's pray for all of our services. Uh, Don't miss early service, 845 in the auditorium. Sunday school, 10 o'clock. Morning service at 11. And that's the one that we live stream. And that's the one that's on the radio. So if you want to tune in, it's 11 o'clock Sunday. uh, We're live. And then uh, Sunday night, 6 o'clock. I hope you won't miss the services. It's going to be a wonderful day. And uh, we are looking forward to all that God has in store. Let's pray for our church. Pray for our ministries. uh, Pray for our country. We've got the elections coming up next month. And let's pray that God would do a mighty work in this nation. And uh, pray that our nation uh, would not be turned to a politician, but pray that our nation would be turned to God. That's where the answer is. We've got to get back to God, get back to the Word of God. And so hope you pray for that. Well, let's hear a song. And then right after this song, we will get into our Bible study in Psalm 147, uh, right after this song. Close 
with the story Saved by grace and changed by love Where you lead, I will follow what you ask I'll obey with each breath I am given I will lift your holy name Guide each step that I travel Till I walk through heaven's gates Take my life, I'm committed to you We saw yesterday that the fact that God knows the number of the stars and he calleth them all by their names. Now, we said yesterday that there are over 100 billion stars in our galaxy, and we know that there are billions of galaxies. And God not only knows the number, but God knows the names of the stars. And, uh, well, we have a hard time keeping track of our own kids sometimes. You know, we get their names mixed up. But aren't you glad that God knows your name? He knows what you're going through. He knows all about you. Verse 5, great is our Lord and of great power. Of course, uh, this psalm, Psalm 147, uh, I think there's some, some, some reference or I think there's some maybe comparison to Psalm 8 where David out in the field, probably as a shepherd boy, David said, when I consider thy heavens, the work of thy fingers, the moon and the stars which thou hast ordained, what is man that thou art mindful of him, and the son of man that thou visitest him? It's amazing to, 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 to try to think and comprehend the fact that God thinks about us, God considers us, God cares about us, and God loves us. I can't explain all that, but I know He does, and I'm thankful for that. Let's look at verse number 6 of Psalm 147. The Lord lifteth up the meek, and He casteth the wicked to the ground. Verse number 6, the Bible tells us that God exalts or God promotes those who are meek. The Bible says in the book of Numbers that Moses... He was very meek above all the men upon the face of the earth. Now, let me remind you that meekness is not weakness. Moses was a man who was very meek, but yet God promoted him. God used him to lead the children of Israel out of Egypt and to lead them to the, uh, the, the, the edge of the promised land. Moses was a man that was meek and God promoted him. 
Now, the Bible says in Matthew chapter 5, blessed are the meek. Now, the world says, oh, you can't be meek. You can't be humble. You've got to, you know, assert yourself and you've got to uh, climb the corporate ladder and you've got to push the competition out of the way and do whatever you have to do to, to be a success in the world's eyes. But that's not how God's economy works. That's not how God's uh, leadership roles work. God says, I'm looking for somebody that'll be the greatest servant. And they're the ones that I will promote. They're the ones that I will bless. Not the proud, but the meek. The Bible says God casteth down the wicked. I think of many examples, but let me name two examples of wicked individuals that God cast down. How about Nebuchadnezzar? Remember the story in the book of Daniel, how that Nebuchadnezzar, he was so lifted up in pride that he looked over Babylon and said, this great Babylon that I have built and, and all these kingdoms for my honor and for my glory. And God smote Nebuchadnezzar and he took him from the throne. He put him out in the pasture, grazing on all fours with the animals, eating the grass of the field. He went from being the number one ruler of the world to living like an animal. You say, how long did that last? About, you know, five or 10 minute timeout, right? A couple days, a couple weeks. It lasted for seven years. I tell you what, God got Nebuchadnezzar's attention. You say, how do you know? Because at the end of seven years, God restored Nebuchadnezzar and he restored his senses. He restored the kingdom. And at the end of those seven years, Nebuchadnezzar said, now I, Nebuchadnezzar, praise and extol the one true God. He said, I realize that I'm not great. I'm not powerful. I'm nothing. But I realize that God is the one who is in control. God had to cast down Nebuchadnezzar because of his pride. What about Lucifer? <laughs> There's the first example uh, that we see. Here's Lucifer who is the anointed cherub in heaven, who is there next to the throne of God. But Lucifer said, I will be like the Most High God. I will exalt my throne above the throne of God. And Lucifer and the, 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 the third of the angels were cast out of heaven because they followed Lucifer. Why was Lucifer cast down? Because of his pride. I want to tell you, God hates pride. These six things doth the Lord hate, yea, seven are an abomination unto him. Number one on the list, a proud look. God hates pride. God resisteth the proud, but he giveth grace to the humble. And here in this psalm, the psalmist reminds us that God lifts up the meek, but he casts the wicked down to the ground. Verse 7, sing unto the Lord with thanksgiving. Sing praise upon the harp unto our God. We ought to have an attitude of gratitude when we sing. We ought to sing unto the Lord with thanksgiving. When you sing uh, throughout the day today, I hope you'll sing with a heart of gratitude. When you sing at church this Sunday, I hope you'll sing with a heart of gratitude. Every song we sing, it ought to be, I'm so thankful that God saved me. I'm so thankful for God's goodness. I'm so thankful for heaven. I'm so thankful for God's promises. We ought to sing with gratitude. Be thankful for all that God does for us. Uh, God gives us blessings and we should give thanks. But here it says not just singing, but music and instruments. Now, you, many of you that are listening probably don't know how to play an instrument, but some of you do. And if you know how to play an instrument, what a blessing, what a, what a talent, what a gift God's given you. And I understand you've practiced and worked at it and all that. I'm not trying to downplay that. But you ought to use that for God's glory. 
Uh, you, ought to, you ought to play that piano for the glory of God. You ought to play that instrument, that, that, that guitar or uh, that, uh, that flute or that clarinet or that, that harp or whatever it is, that trumpet. You ought to play that for the glory of God. You say, well, pastor, I got a problem. I don't know how to play any instruments. And the truth is I can't even sing that good. What do I do? Well, I got good news for you. We got a radio station you can listen to. And when on that radio station, there's a lot of singers. There's a lot of instruments. There's a lot of, of music that could help you to worship God. I'm so thankful for the radio station. I'm so thankful for uh, Christian singers that come through our church and many others that we play on the radio station that you can get their CDs, you can get their music, you can listen to that. You ought to have that playing in your home. We ought to sing unto the Lord with thanksgiving and praise upon the harp unto our God. Verse number eight, who covereth the heaven with clouds, who prepareth rain for the earth, who maketh grass to grow upon the mountains. Uh, I think about the beauty of the clouds and the cloud formations. I, 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 there's some days where, it, to me, there's not a cloud in the sky, and then other days where the clouds, and I'll say, wow, those are beautiful clouds. Wow, that's a bright cloud. Wow, that's amazing. Can I tell you, God made that. Those clouds provide shade. Uh, those clouds provide rain. That rain then causes the grass to grow, and that, uh, that, that grass then feeds the animals. Verse number nine, he giveth to the beast his food and to the young ravens which cry. I'll tell you this, if God cares enough about the animals, God cares about the beasts of the field, He cares about the birds of the air, He makes sure that they have food. God's going to make sure that you're taken care of. I know that my God shall supply all your need according to His riches in glory by Christ Jesus. I hope you'll have a great day, and don't forget that we have a God who takes care of His children. He's an amazing God. He's a powerful God. He's a mighty God. Let's sing. And let's give thanks and let's praise Him today. Thanks for joining us. Hope you have a great day. Look forward to seeing you on Sunday. And uh, may God richly bless you. Yes, I'm on the winning side. Thank you for joining us today on the Winning Side podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. If today's episode encouraged you in your Christian life, would you consider sharing this daily podcast with a friend? a neighbor, maybe a family member, or a coworker, we are grateful for your help in spreading the good news of Jesus Christ. If we can ever be a help to you in any way, please let us know by calling or texting us at 252-308-4600. Thanks again for listening today, and we look forward to having you join us again next time on The Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett.